Hey there, welcome to another Roll for Crit mini podcast special for Gen Con 2021. Thank you so much for listening or watching us if you're on Patreon. And I swear this was the first take, not a bunch of horrible takes that happened before this. Yeah, that 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 could have there could be more takes. I don't know. I'm not sure exactly uh, where the line is. You may or may not be able to hear this. Uh, but we have just completed day number three of Gen Con here in Indianapolis. Uh, it's Saturday night right now as we record this in our hotel room. And we are going to be leaving tomorrow morning. Uh, the show goes on on Sunday, although it does the floor closes a little bit earlier on Sunday. Uh, but we are not sticking around because we have a long, long drive ahead of us. So we get an early start on Sunday. Uh, but we had some interesting, cool stuff that we got to check out today. As usual, a lot of it is uh, things that we've played, demos that we got to experience, uh, things we'll go into more depth in future YouTube videos that we'll mention as they pop up here and there. But there are some things that uh, aren't going to make it to those videos, some little extraneous things that we get to talk about right now. Uh, and uh, from your perspective, Will, anything off the top of your head that you got to see or do? Well, uh, there were a couple demos that we haven't talked about in videos. I'll start off at Yellow. I played Pacific Pacific Rail. Of course, I'm forgetting the title now. But uh -huh. if you look it up, as a new tr uh, train game from Yellow. Uh, Jonathan will search on his phone while I talk about it. <laughs> the goal of the game is obviously victory points. But the way the game is paced is it's sort of split up into two boards. There's one board that's a map where your goal is to build, you have two trains on the map on each end, and your goal is to make a track from one end to the other. That When that happens, that triggers end game, and you also get a big bonus points if you're able to do so. The other side is going to be actually a worker placement. It's a bunch of squares. Each square has their own, uh, has two different options. And the squares are sort of like buildings on a street. I say that because you place your workers in always in between two squares so you might put it between the two that like one lets you do building of railroads while the other one lets you place railroads you when you get resources including railroad pieces for the first board i mentioned you actually have a uh, a locomotive board your everyone has their own personal one that can hold up the six things but every time you make connections with cities on that board, you get a passenger car, which means you can hold more things. You also get to put a passenger on there, which triggers every time you do an action. So the beginning, you know, it's just like I do the gather wood action or do the build action. But as soon as you get more passengers, it'll be like, OK, I go here. So I do the, the location action of gathering steel. Now, my passenger lets me you turn steel into a track and my other passenger lets me gather a barrel. And then another passenger lets me use an explosive of the barrel to build a tunnel piece. So you all of a sudden just start chaining all these things together and it just becomes this. Uh, I mean, he the example he used, which I think works well, is just a train going in motion. You get faster and faster and faster and faster. Next thing you know, you're building like six things in a row. So uh, that was a very weird and interesting thing to just see. Like, okay, I see how it goes. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, 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 because you, I'm like, oh, I know like for us, uh -oh. like this would be the game like halfway through, you know, we'd be taking turns to like, oh my God, I'm doing 20 things at once. Um, I do this, yeah. then like. Or I would be doing four things and you would be yeah. doing 20 things. But yeah, I'd still, I, I feel so. like I'd still be like, oh, 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 oh. Uh, the game is called Pacific Rails Inc. Thank you. You were pretty close. Uh, so would you describe this as a pick and up and deliver game? Is that what it sounds like? No, it's really. Because I'm bad at listening yes, and understanding. Sorry. It was resource <laughs> management, but you like spend the resources to make tracks and your goal is just, I guess th there's only one pickup. It's really just get 
connect point A and B. It's not really bring it there. So it's kind of a, I mean, I, I hate to say it because there's just as good because there's trains in it. Ticket to ride esque. <laughs> connecting yes, routes. Yes, it's not like Ticket to Ride has to be like you go from this route. This is like a full map. You could do zigzag or something. Okay. Like I, I'm trying to think. There's of no the, set paths. Yes, that you it's must just that connect. there's different terrains. So like, if you need to go over the water, you're gonna need bridge tiles. You're building the railroads. Yes. You're not just traveling on them. Correct. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Pacific Rails, Inc. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I know you played at least one other one. Yes, uh, Kabuto Sumo, I think I'm saying that right. It's the mm. uh, dexterity beetle sumo wrestling game uh, based, I think, loosely on how like they used to do like take two beetles in Japan and have them fight. Uh, except this is the way this works is just a bunch of wooden pieces, including your beetles, on a round disc, the log, and you start off with some of your own pieces depending on which beetle you choose. Like they all have the unique pieces. And on your turn, you take a piece and you push it onto the the log. And if any pieces fall off, you capture them. Your goal is to knock the other beetle off. However, if you run out of pieces, so let's say I keep pushing pieces on and none of them fall off, I lose. So it's this really weird dexterity game because I can promise you as you're like, oh, I'll just push this and that will fall up. No, they never go where you want to go. And you'll never be like, oh, this is <laughs> For do this. you, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe a master like you could fix it. Well, so it's kind of like, I remember this from Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of a little bit of like a shuffleboard style. Thing. Like, are you, when you say you're pushing them, like, are you flicking you're them? You're not flicking them. You will literally take your, like, your thumb on the end of the piece and your finger on top and push it until you hit the edge of the log. So you're not... It never leaves your hands. Not really, no. Okay, so... It's much slower. So it's not as much accuracy as much as maybe strategy in that sense. Interesting. Wait, so why can't you just, like, knock it all over the place? Did I miss this? Oh, you have to move, like, in a straight line until it touches the... Because you are actually get, like, a little staircase, for lack of a better word. I think the art is, but it's, like, flat. So um, imagine, like... I'm trying to think of a good example here um, and make sure it's because even though we have visual component, I really <laughs> use should. your hands, use your hands and I'll, I'll try to fill in the words. Um, uh, okay. Jeez. <laughs> I said, I said I would do the words. These are supposed to be doing, ha- you know what? Okay. For Imagine listeners. that there was a perfect cylinder. Like, all right. I'm imagining that. And there is a ramp with a, flat part that like lines up perfectly on top so like as if you can walk up onto the cylinder okay you're sort of pushing it but as soon as you hit the edge of the cylinder you stop and that's what you do with the wooden pieces so you're sort of loading it up which in turn pushes pieces off to the side i'm sure if they're if they are watching this or listening to this they're just hitting their head against the table like that is the worst description of our game we've ever heard <laughs> no i bet they love it uh Kab- yeah kabuto sumo this one is uh board game tables uh yeah this one looks cool i yeah like i said i remember seeing it on kickstarter and it's got a cool like 3d like it's a rate like you're just i guess is what you're describing right now <laughs> it's like the raised platform of mm-hmm. it like it it's one of those games that is pretty eye-popping on the table, yeah? Yeah, and I think it, it's not too long either, which is nice. Um, and the theme is really cute. I do think, though, that they are really missing on not having a giant version of this. <laughs> hey, there's still time. There is. There is. Is it out? Could you buy it? I could have bought it, yes. Okay, okay. 
Uh, so maybe if it does well, they'll, they'll work on the giant version. <laughs> um, I can talk about a couple of things that I saw and, and did. One, I just stopped by uh, this booth for this game called Iconoclash from a company called Strange Machine Games. And this game, Iconoclash, is one you're really going to be interested, I think, Will, because it's basically uh, Super Smash Brothers-inspired tabletop game. And uh, the way it works is you have an arena, a map, just like Super Smash Brothers. So if anyone's played Smash Brothers, imagine imagine Battlefield, the uh, map of Battlefield, only instead of on a screen, it's flat on a table. So it's like a map. And your characters are, you're looking at them on the table as if they were moving on a plane, a 2D plane in front of you, you know? And they can jump and they can move around and you can like knock people out and get them, get ring outs. Um, you're trying to knock down their health. But everybody has, each, there's unique characters and each character has a set of cards. And the it, when you play a card in your turn, you know, they have various powers and abilities and things. And what's cool about it is they're trying to be, like they're very conscious of the smash brothers nature of it mm -hmm. um and one of the things is they're have doing crossovers so there's some level 99 characters that are going to end up in this game uh you know uh aegis uh th that who's uh you know breeze designer of aegis has been on uh, the podcast before uh he's one of his characters from that game is going to be in it and i'm sure they'll try to do more and more of those uh in the future uh and you'll be able to buy some of them individually some in like packs like sets of four he even showed me um that for some of the people who he's like third parties third parties other companies that he's offering <laughs> if they want to you know do crossovers in the game uh this is the designer i talked to quinn designed like uh like a fake it looks like a smash brothers envelope you know Aww. like from all the ads so it's like you've been invited to the game really cool stuff it looked really fun it's got it's a very the only thing i'll say is most of the stuff i saw was pretty anime <laughs> so in so, terms of the art design uh, so it's one of those games where if you are somebody like some level 99 games you know where it's like if you're adverse to that style of design of like you know cute princess girls with big hair and angel well wings. then you probably aren't a fan of smash bros either because that's where that's pretty at that's where that's at now well it now, depends on when you became a fan of smash brothers <laughs> now here's my first question yeah is by the way wave dashing my mic is the one that's sinking tonight i just want to point that out uh, i don't think there's any wave dashing also it sounds like it has the same amount of voice lines as the the nickelodeon smash brothers one. yeah there won't be any any voice lines uh, wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a Gen Con mini episode without some mic adjustments happening on the fly, uh, but it looked really uh, neat. And I and I was saying, you know, as we're looking at it, how I'm surprised there haven't hasn't really been another Smash based board game. It seems like a pretty like an now, idea. Do you mean literally Nintendo? Or? No, I just mean like the way that you know, there's a million not a well, million, but there's several card games that simulate fighting video games. But we've never seen that like platform jumping style really replicated i don't think it is i think part of it is a hard balance because even with fighting games like i feel whenever i hear people who are real big fans of these kinds of things the things they talk about are not things we can replicate in board games they're like i cut three frames or i'm doing like they're talking about the literal play-by-play -play. but there's plenty there's people like me who love smash brothers who don't care about any of that true stuff. And I think I mean, that's the vast. Yeah, I'm a fan of it of with people. items and stuff, but like I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be items. I don't think he mentioned. No, I'm just. I'm. I'm saying no, that. I'm, as that's just me of, thinking yeah. off the top of my head. Yeah, but as a taking on that note. Expansion. 
<laughs> there are like stage hazards and stuff like that. There are things that you can like be bumped into and you'll take damage or something like that. So there is some stuff in different arenas too. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It just seems like somebody would have tried that by now. Like when I saw it on the table, it was just like, oh, duh. Like, that looks fun. I, of course you would make that game. Uh, the other one that I'll talk about, that's, that's Iconoclash. Uh, stopped by uh, Vigor Games and got to talk to Joey Vigor, who uh, we're friendly with, and he, he's the designer of Chaosmos and Growl, so two big games we've reviewed before on the channel, and he has this new one that's coming to Kickstarter next January called Bad Koalas, <laughs> and it's a much, uh, uh, it's more in the vein of Growl in, the, in that it's a lighter, sillier kind of game. Uh, Ivan and I got to sit down and, and demo it a couple of times. Uh, it's it's, it's in the playtest hall, so it's pretty rough stuff. But it's essentially... I mean, those calls are pretty bad. They're rough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to say that, I mean, it looked pretty good, but, you know, a lot can change. Uh, it's a co-op game, sort of like he described it as a little bit like Pandemic. You basically have three rows on a mat or a board. I don't know what it'll be. And koalas... Uh, come out into it of different colors. So uh, each color is assigned to one of the four the four columns. Sorry, there's three rows, four columns. It doesn't matter. Um, and the koalas, you want to use different actions. There are four actions, and it's one of those games where you can move your token to one of the other three actions, but you can't use the same one twice in a row. And whose ever turn it is, they decide which action gets taken next. And the actions will be things like advance three of the koalas. So you can move three koalas up one space. Or take all of the koalas in one column and move them up one space. And the reason you're moving them up is to win, you want to get all the koalas into the country, or sorry, the forest area, out of the city, which is the bottom, because they don't like being in the city, and just having a clear board. But if three koalas uh, end up in the same city area, there's a negative effect that happens. So it could add more koalas, or it could recall koalas further up and make them go come back. There's also a whole aspect with koala leaders, which basically are, uh, they're kind of, they make more koalas come out. <laughs> it sounds more like, um, it was an Alien Invader, the video game. I'm just, for some reason, I'm just picturing it the way that it comes oh, Space down. Invaders? Space Invaders, thank you. <laughs> uh, kind of, except that you're sending, you're trying, they're coming out at the bottom and you're trying to push them up. <laughs> but yeah, it's that sort of thing where you're trying to move them up before they can overwhelm you. Uh, and it was, it's like a very light game, uh, but it was, it was really fun and, and cool. The only thing we were noticing, and I think he remarked on it too, like I said, there's, He's clearly still workshopping a lot of things is there's no hidden information. So this could definitely be a game where there's some alpha gamer stuff that happens like easily. If you are were like good at the game, you would on someone else's turn. You can just say, oh, that's the optimal move. Like it's not it's it's not even like pandemic has more going on. There's more options. This one's pretty cut and dry at the stage we're at. But then there was another version where we added in more. Uh, qual leader cards, which means more and more qualls kept coming out, and we lost because we just got flooded with koalas. It's it's a weird game, but that was a lot of fun. Uh, that's again January Kickstarter bad koalas. Uh, anything else that you? Uh, any other demos or things that you played that while I wasn't around? I can't keep. Um, well, you, I mean, you played uh, Camel Up without me, but we talked about yes. that in the video. <laughs> the new Camel Up. 
God, uh, everything is just melding together for me. Um, <laughs> no, that's fair. I think that's, if those were the two you played at the end of the day when we were apart, I think that's probably the only two. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I've picked up a couple of things, but I feel like I'll just wait until like later to show them off. Like I picked up uh, the uh, Super Mega Lucky Box or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that along with um, Don't Eat the Artichoke or... Oh, uh, yeah, what's it called? Something, artichokes. Yeah, I can't believe I'm... Eat all artichokes, don't I'm very eat all tired, artichokes. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been a long four my, days, everybody. My, my brain is not working well. It, it doesn't usually work well, so it's 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 even worse than usual. But those are two smaller games. And really, that in general, I think, for me, the theme of this Gen Con... Because even, like, we talked to... When we were talking to some of the other people... Like for, I mean, we're going to put up a video later, for example, with um, Funko games. Mm -hmm. The idea of me seeing these smaller games, like it's not the usual 12 by 12 boxes. I was more excited about all these boxes that were like 10 by 10 or like smaller for some reason. Yeah. Like there's, I don't know. What. Because we have too many games. <laughs> and it's it's the same thing. I think we've both talked about this with video games, that if you tell me there's a new video game that's two hours long, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> I can actually finish it. Uh, there's just we too say, much to do. I love we say that now, by the way, just the, the video game analogy because I'm doing control finally now. I don't know that that applies as, as much. Well, you still love those, but yes, you uh, get caught up. But yes. Uh, it's true of board games too that we, you know, it's nice what? to have those yeah, smaller was, experiences. Wasn't was it you who's talking about or someone else who said like they were talking about a board game and they I think they said like it was like um what was the game that everyone just they mock or try to insult by calling a walking simulator. Oh, uh, Gone Home is the game, and I compared uh, the new – we did a preview for – oh, actually, that preview is uh, not up yet. It'll be up in a few days for a game called The Light in the Mist. Yeah, uh, which yeah. to me, you know, is the, is the exact how it's like, this is great. This And that, it's it just was a me going on a journey, me, yeah. you know, and just – and that, that game did it very well too. So sometimes it's just like the smaller things that are just – you're just there. You get it. It knows what it's trying to do. Um and obviously that one too, uh, the Super Mario box was was pretty much said it got a glowing review in a previous podcast, so I had to pick that one up. Yeah, I can't wait to play it, and we find out we don't like it that much <laughs> after all the after all the hype. Uh, oh, and also. Um Joey was kind enough to hook us up with uh, the growl, new Growl expansion, which we did a preview for. So we got the final version of that mm. of that Growl expansion. That was, I'm trying to remember what that Plagues was. Plagues and Madness. Yes. Was, and he was saying how, like, the rules changed, but now that maybe, the, he, like, he, he he had had a long weekend. He's like, I can't remember if they changed or which version you played or what. So who knows what we're going to experience in that box. You're going to just open it up and it's going to be Cheetos. Oh, I'd love that. That'd be a good expansion. The Cheetos expansion sponsored by Cheetos. Uh, so we're going to have uh, – what's going to happen is we're going to drive home tomorrow. Then we're going to have uh, a, a day of rest basically. And then we're going to have a somewhat normal podcast, a longer format with the cool guest coming out the normal time uh, this coming Wednesday when our brains will have recovered. And that's what, where we'll probably you know talk about our kind of – 
overall thoughts and final opinions about what Gen Con was like this year and stuff like that. But I think that's going to be it for our last mini episode. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully you enjoyed watching or listening to it again. Uh, cool stuff. Tons of awesome photos that we took. You can only see if you check out our patreon.com slash roll for crit. I was a little confused there because you said cool stuff. Tons, and I'm like, wait, we're they weren't here. <laughs> no, I don't uh, use that phrase that way. Uh, patreon.com slash roll for crit. Uh, check out hang out with us in our discord all that good stuff uh, if you have anything that you want to talk to us about email us meeplegallery and gmail.com uh, otherwise we're just happy that you're here and you know it's been I, I'm I'm tired as always and I'm in a I'm in a good mood because we had a good time at the show and now we get to go home <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, anxious because trans <laughs> it's always the transportation parts that can be sometimes where bad things happen. <laughs> well, on that fun note, well, I'm in a good mood because I, I like driving and I think it'll be a fun trip. And when I get home, I don't have to be on my feet for three days. I just feel like we're going downhill at this point. It's a win. I will once I get home. Can you just give me a little – I just want a little note of optimism at the end of this. Um. Well, I'm excited to return and to not only to see the cool guests on our podcast, but to go back to the streaming and stuff and to play all the games we got. There you go. Playing of the games. That's what it's all about. Uh, thanks to anybody uh, who was listening or watching again. My name is Jonathan. I'm Will. And it's been a Roll for Crit Gen Con mini-sode podcast. Mini. That's not going to <laughs> <laughs>